Good evening and welcome to all who are listening, especially those who are with us for the first time. Tonight, we're continuing our study on the journey of Christmas, and we're considering many aspects on this topic that add fullness to this blessed account of the birth of Christ. I'll be considering the part that the prophetess Anna played in this journey. And although she did not travel geographically, like many in this story, emotionally, she was greatly affected. So let's pray. Dear Jesus, let us focus on you this Christmas season. Help us to be constantly aware of your great gift to us, yourself. As you came as a baby, lived as a man, and sacrificed yourself to save us from our sins, Lord, draw us closer to you during this blessed time of year. Anoint your word to our ears and hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. When we think about the Christmas story, our minds do not immediately go to Anna. You may even ask, who's Anna? But right there in Luke's account are three verses about Anna, and she's not mentioned anywhere else in the scriptures. So let's look at this account and see how we can apply it to our celebration of the birth of our Savior. I'm going to begin by reading from Luke's account, uh, Luke chapter 2, verses 36 to 38, and I'm reading from the New Living Translation. So the prophecy of Anna. Anna, a prophet, was also there in the temple. And uh, according to the King James Version, it says prophetess. And that means a woman who speaks inspired utterances. She was the daughter of Phanuel from the tribe of Asher, and she was very old. Her husband died when they had been married only seven years. Then she lived as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple, but stayed there day and night, worshiping God with fasting and prayer. So think about the emotional journey that Anna experienced in her life. No young bride expects to be widowed after only seven years of marriage. At that point, she had a choice to make. How was she going to live the remainder of her life? What was her life journey going to look like? Was she going to be defeated by what life had put before her? Or was she going to devote herself to the God she so clearly loved? Anna spent, and I'm surmising here, possibly 84 years in the temple. She was worshiping God with fasting and prayer. The Net Bible commentary indicates that she might have been 105 years old at the time of this account. She came along in verse 36, or I'm sorry, 38. She came along just as Simeon was talking with Mary and Joseph. And Desi will be speaking about Simeon on this coming Sunday. So she came along just as Simeon was talking with Mary and Joseph, and she began praising God. She knew who Jesus was. She talked about the child to everyone who had been waiting expectantly for God to rescue Jerusalem. After all those years of dedication to God, 
Anna was rewarded by seeing the Christ child. She knew he was the long-awaited one who was sent by God to rescue Jerusalem. At this e after this event, what did Anna do? She praised God and talked to everyone about him. And although Anna's is an extreme example of the tests and trials of life, and each one faces difficulties in this life, when those times inevitably come, remember how Anna used her situation to honor God. 84 years of service in the temple. So where does Anna's example leave us? Have we experienced the presence of our Lord Jesus in our life? Have we seen him at work in our lives and in the lives of those around us? Then we can follow Anna's example and praise him, dedicate our lives to him, and tell everyone that he came to rescue us, that the babe of Bethlehem is our God who loves us. Psalm 89 verse one says, I will sing of the Lord's unfailing love forever. Young and old will hear your faithfulness. We can live a life of dedication, witness, and close communion with our Lord. And I would like to draw from a lesson from Brother Roy Moss concerning another aspect of Anna's story. In those three verses from Luke chapter two, there's no mention of the results from her telling everyone about seeing the child. She was spreading the good news, but we have no idea how people responded. So I'm going to quote from Brother Moss's lesson. We do not know whether a crowd gathered to Joseph and Mary, or they walked unimpeded and unnoticed after the ceremony. In either case, Anna had done what she could to spread the word about the coming Messiah. Whether anyone acted upon her testimony was not her responsibility. She fulfilled whatever obligation might have been implied by her gifting and blessing of seeing the promised one. She pointed the way to the Messiah. In this age of leadership, it's often defined and valued by the size of the following a leader can accumulate. But God judges another way. Did you do what you were supposed to do? Sometimes in spite of the lack of results that you expected. So I appreciate Brother Moss's evaluation concerning Anna's reaction and witness of seeing the Messiah. This brings up another facet of the account. Anna did what God had impressed upon her, but the results of her effort are completely unknown to us and probably unknown to her. The important thing is that Anna did her part. It was up to those hearing her message to do their part as well. Our mission statement for the church is all making disciples of all. Let's follow Anna's example and tell the good news that Jesus Christ is born and he came to save us. We must do our part and leave the rest to God. I'm going to close with thoughts about Anna from Sister Dahlia. The life of Anna the prophetess 
is condensed into three verses of scripture. Yet we're able to glean nuggets of truth we can apply to our life today. After being widowed at an early age, she chose a life of dedication to the Lord, a life in the temple, praying and fasting consistently. She chose this life contrary to the norm and was rewarded with the great benefit of seeing the Christ child. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58 says, So my dear brothers and sisters, be strong and immovable. Always work enthusiastically for the Lord, for you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. So this Christmas, as you think about the birth of Christ, remember the part Anna played. Think about the example she set. And likewise, go tell the good news that Jesus Christ is born, that he came to rescue us. Let's pray. Dear Lord, be with us, each one of us, during this Christmas season. Let us celebrate not only your birth, but also your life, your death, your burial and resurrection. Help us to be mindful of your love for us and the salvation that you offer so freely to all. Be with each one of us this season. In Jesus' name, amen. And thank you for being with us this evening. Be sure to go to newarkupc.info to check out the activities planned for tomorrow and Saturday evenings. Our regular messages will continue on Sunday evening. So have a good night and may God bless you.